broadcasting live from the Zimmer Communications World Headquarters. Great news for the American people. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert, featuring Stephanie Bell, News Director Brian Houseworth, John Marsh, and Hannah, the producer. This is why we listen to you. Get ready, pal. And now, here's your host, Brandon Rathert. He's going to continue to fight for a plan that's going to help uh, close to 40 million uh, Americans across the country. Uh, and let's not forget, 90% of them are making less than $75,000 a year. That matters. Uh, that is a plan that is going to give people a little bit of breathing room. Corinne Jean-Pierre, and it's really been a very, very bad day for the White House and the presidential administration. Yesterday, talking about student debt relief. This is important. It matters, and it's helpful, except for everybody else who is paying for that stuff. There is a a Fifth Circuit Court uh, uh, judge, well, actually, there's three of them, which is unanimous, that says, mm, we don't think so. Here's the latest. Yesterday, President uh, Biden's student loan, uh, student loan debt relief program, which seeks to forgive billions of dollars that Stephanie is paying for, uh, handed another loss yesterday. Federal appeals court says, nope, you can't reinstate it right now. This is the $10,000 forgiveness student loan, twenty grand on the uh, if uh, it, Pell Grants were involved. Three-judge panel unanimously said no. Well, and Hannah, you said at, after the last court opinion, you got like a midnight email that was like, we're trying. <laughs> but since then, you got another update that said, oh, your application's been approved, right? Yeah, so I've gotten two emails in the like since Thanksgiving or so. One saying my application was approved and that they're just waiting for everything to go through the court system and I'll be good to go, basically. And the other emails saying that they're pushing back student loan payments again, basically, almost indefinitely, as they said they don't think it's fair, I think is the word that they used. They said they don't think it's fair? I, I will verify... No, no don't. I, I like that narrative. Don't you? Don't have to verify. I need to that. see this email. They don't think it's fair. They don't think it's fair, fair to expect us to make payments on our loans when there's pending court stuff going on. So they're saying it's not fair. Meanwhile, there's millions, millions of Americans saying, "Hey, you know what's not fair <laughs> is I paid my student debt relief or a student loans off or." People that went in on the GI Bill. That's the thing that is incredibly infuriating. So, yeah, they pushed back student loan payments until, I believe, they said until everything gets through the court, what you know, whatever the outcome may be, or like 90 days after June of 2023, it's kind of weird. Uh, Marsh, where's Hal Dooley when we need him, man? He's got uh, Hal Dooley, who has uh, done a lot uh, over the years for veterans in uh, here in Mid Missouri, we need we need to get his take on this as somebody who is a veteran, somebody who has worked with thousands and thousands of veterans that paid for their college by enlisting in the service and serving our country. And these morons in the White House, whatever. Where's Al at? You got him under there, John? He's uh, hiding somewhere else this time of day. I think he's Probably. doing doing his oatmeal, but we can shoot him a quick message. <laughs> and he's uh, he's been known at this time of the morning to be over at the Hy-Vee getting some <laughs> breakfast, too. But he definitely is, um, and John knows this, uh, Brandon's spot on. He has done a lot for veterans, both on the Veterans Commission and... Um, 
and and that is an interesting case to see the to say the least what's going to happen with this uh, with this well here's here's the thing that that really bothers me and i, I want to uh, i want to make sure you understand hannah who would benefit for uh, with this is not she's not in favor of this she's not like going yay i'm going to get my debt really i'm going to get my student loans uh, forgiven that's not her attitude here she looks awfully happy over there. <laughs> no, I, I've i been excited about the prospect, yes. Morally, I am against it. Yeah. Apparently, I'm not morally against it enough to not take it. I don't think you can't not take it. Right. right. And I get some love from the wake-up family every time we discuss student loan relief. And Hannah is being facetious. Yeah. Um, I've been called a spineless coward. Oh. <laughs> um, they they should call us when we do our festivist show before Christmas. <laughs> so it's I, I think anyone in my position would take the money, and I will stand by that statement. Uh, Gary, uh, rules are for thee, not for me. Also off the text, Randy, please warn. There's a wreck on eastbound 54 coming through Jefferson City. Car apparently upside down in the fast lane on a bad corner. Police on scene. If you're in that area, this is 54 coming through Jefferson City eastbound. Car upside down in the fast lane on a bad corner. If you're in that area, please do not hesitate to reach out. Give us a call. Let us know what you are seeing there. Yeah, that is uh, that is a problem area. John, keep us posted on that. That uh, obviously, as we get closer to, to Morning Drive, we've had several accidents in that spot uh, recently. Um, t- you you. The the thing that's interesting to me about that is Hannah would benefit. I absolutely and I get that and that vitriol that's going towards her from so that's I mean she's she's simply went to college and, and would benefit from it. You know you can't not accept it. I, there, there's no way to do that. Um, I think the frustration from some. Um, and Stephanie and I certainly would remember. I mean, we had to pay our our loan back, and it was it was very very difficult. And I don't think there's any provision in there that I can see that would. There's no rebate. There's basically, if you paid your your uh, your you know college loans back in the past. There's just nothing nothing in there for you. Well, she could take the $10,000 and she could divvy it up among her friends who did pay it back. So, you know, I think she should take it and then, you know, share it with you and me because I paid mine back. No. Okay, I don't just get a check in the mail, guys. I don't just get to spend... <laughs> I just don't get to spend ten grand. however I see fate. It'll automatically go to my loan provider's and then pay them back. That makes sense. But then you essentially get to keep $10,000 that you wouldn't have gotten to keep before. Well, and here's the thing. So, by the way, over 800,000 people here in the Show Me State would be affected by this. But here's what really... Oh, there's a lot of things that get me on uh, on this. By the way, if you are you can watch on our <laughs> YouTube channel. Uh, just go to uh, Wake Up Mid-Missouri on YouTube. You can also watch on our Facebook page. We got Stephanie when she turned 40 earlier this year. I am we not got, 40. <laughs> oh. We got her a birthday gift. It's one of those giant checks. You got to go to our YouTube channel and watch What it's, was that guy who came to your house with the balloons? Well, the yeah. publisher's clearinghouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what yeah, this reminds me of. Ed, Ed McMahon. Ed yes. McMahon. Uh, Stephanie Bell, $10,000. 
from the Democratic Party. Student loan forgiveness signed by President Joe Biden. This was actually something put together for us uh, by our friends at Wit Print Shop in uh, in Columbia. Here's the thing that bothers me. Number one, it's just it's 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 bad policy. Sends the wrong message, and we're seeing more and more of this over the years. You don't have to pay for health care. You don't have to pay for college. You don't have to pay for this. That's socialism, basically. Me and Brian take money out of our wallet, Stephanie, and we take money out of our wallet, and we give it to other people, and that's wrong. The other thing that personally bothers me, for example, and it's not just producer Hannah, but anybody who has student loans going, uh, boy, I could really use that roller coaster, that jerk roller coaster ride, because you put a bad, you try to put a bad idea into place without thinking it through or checking the legality of it, as several courts have now been doing, and you're toying with people's emotions. Well, I was especially frustrated because the first court like the first court that blocked it was literally the day after the election. Mm-hmm. So I got my tinfoil hat on. It's <laughs> like, so what was the what was the purpose here? But they're also backing like Republican candidates into a corner because imagine being the person who turns the payments back on right before an election. You like even as a Republican, as much as you disagree with that, that's going to be a hard, hard choice because I think, you know, like people like Hannah, I mean, when were you supposed to start paying? I mean, you're, you're basically on, what, a three-year hiatus? And, and if you're the person who's like, okay, today you have to start paying, I mean, that is going to be massively unpopular. You said it yourself. 800,000 people here in Missouri are going to have to make that first payment. You don't want to be that person. Regard- I mean, just any politician, I think. Well, and we talk a lot about how Republicans can win over younger voters. I think if Republicans keep blocking this, unfortunately, that's not going to be favorable among the younger voters who are going to benefit from this. And I will say, I don't care because they didn't vote for us anyway. So forget them. They, they generally <laughs> they the, didn't. The younger that that is, that is uh, they didn't over overwhelmingly. Stephanie, you're right. But if you go back to 1974, 76, 1980. I heard the same thing. the 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 it, the base is old. That you know, Brandon, you remember hearing this. The base is old. Um, they'll never win another election. And but this this does seem to be. Well, came uh, Ronald Reagan. Well, yep. that's true. But but to <laughs> Stephanie's point, she's got a very good point. The numbers for the young people were overwhelmingly Democratic, and they, especially in those key states, those were those were important. So here's the other thing that gets me. I'm mean, I'm thinking of uh, Hannah and 800,000 Missourians are getting jerked around. Their emotions are being toyed with. You're going to get this, and you're happy, and then and then it gets bad. You know who else does that? People in abusive relationships. It's like mind control. That, like gaslighting. Gaslighting. That's what it is. <laughs> That's disgusting. 874-9390. Stephen, welcome into the show. What's up, bud? I was just wondering how Joe Biden can keep extending these loans when we're not in a pandemic anymore. <laughs> Fair point. Stephen, you get points tomorrow at 835 on a feel-good Friday when we pick winners and losers of the week. Good morning, Kevin. What's up? Actually, he did uh, prolong the emergency. It's still going on, according to him. So let's look at this. 800,000 people benefiting from the student loan forgiveness. Even if it was only 10 grand apiece, but some are getting 20, we're talking $8 billion. Now, when I joined the military, I didn't do it for my benefit. I did it for the benefit of others. And for me to have to pay um, money 
in taxes that's going to go to someone who doesn't want to pay for their own own signature on a legal piece of paper where they borrowed money um, is really a, a punch in the face, or maybe is it a throat punch? Um, but I don't think our government ever was in uh, started to benefit people. It was to protect people from each other, but not to benefit anyone. And we've really gotten away from that. Amen. Kevin, thank you for being a part of Wake Up Mid-Missouri on 93.9 The Eagle and 104.5 News Radio 950 KWS. And God bless you, man for service to your country and to help people like me and John Marsh and producer Hannah, Brian Hosworth, Stephanie Bell. Thanks for, for helping us out and signing up to protect ourselves. Joe Biden yesterday, by the way, doing some kind of press conference. Thinks he gets heckled. I think somebody coughed or something. Listen to his reaction. Respect for tribes as nations and treaties as law. Respect for... Beg your pardon? Now, the funny thing there? I, 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 I just said no. Is all of a sudden, he gets that now. He wasn't in him, but all of a sudden, it's like you could see him putting on those shades in that bond, that leather bomber jacket. And then the reaction from the audience? Uh, I, was, I was getting a little worried. I, I thought you said no. So I think what's key there in that, Reese, so you've got, you've got a captive audience, I assume supporters of Joe Biden, and they're kind of like, we don't know what the hell to do here. This guy that we love and we don't know how to react to what, and we support the guy. Crazy. I uh, hope you'll join later this morning. Will Sharf, this is kind of an interesting story. You may not recognize the name Will Sharf, former federal prosecutor, and I mean recently a former federal prosecutor, potentially running for the attorney general's office. This on the heels of uh, Governor Mike Parson appointing somebody into that spot. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of interesting because both Republicans, we've got somebody. I just think it's fascinating. He is here at 710. Stephanie, actually, uh, Stephanie and I had lunch with him earlier this year. Yeah, we were at Statewide Lincoln Days. And yeah. so. Uh, and then also, please join 735. Seriously, let your friends know. Vlad Sajan, he is. He lives in Ukraine right now. He's in Colombia going to school. Uh, his perspective on what is happening in Ukraine, how Americans view it, what his take is. That's coming up 735 this morning here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Uh, and you can listen online, kwos.com and 939theeagle.com. And a reminder, by the way, uh, inflation still at uh, levels that Stephanie Bell, John was a little boy last time we saw uh, inflation this bad. Am I am I fairly accurate there? Yeah, <laughs> John was a a, a younger fellow. N- not so little, but yeah, not so little. Stephanie and Hannah were not even alive. These my these friends of mine, they've never experienced inflation the way it is now. And that's also disturbing. What's coming up, Daily DC Rundown? Well, these two political leaders are being described by the AP as friends with. <laughs> Am I supposed to fill in the blank? Can I guess? Let's fill in the blank. We'll do that five minutes from now. And this was one of, to give you an idea of how bad it is, this was one of the top songs of 1982, the last time inflation was as bad. Wake Up Mid-Missouri, featuring Brandon Rathers. Thanks for making Wake Up Mid-Missouri your favorite morning show. 93.9 The Eagle.
Republicans are going to have to work out whatever mess and chaos is going on on the other side of the aisle. That's not for us to get involved in at this point. That is gaslighting. Hakeem Jeffries uh, sentenced to leadership role in the Democrat Party in Washington. Republicans have problems. That's gaslighting, making you think you have a problem. But also, he's pretty accurate. That's getting us into today's Daily DC Rundown with Stephanie Powell. So he is the new Nancy Pelosi, uh, while uh, Republicans and Kevin McCarthy is having to make a whole bunch of promises to try to get into a leadership role. Apparently, Democrats were pretty united in his election. He will be the first black American to head a major political party in Congress. Um, Also, Congress yesterday stepping in on the rail strike that we spent a lot of time talking about yesterday. Uh, The House uh, passed a bill um, that would prevent a rail strike. It's now headed over to the Senate. So um, if approved, hopefully the president, I think, would sign it since he's calling on them to act and uh, we would avoid um, all of the disaster uh, of a rail strike. Also, uh, (laughs) when I saw the AP use this term, they were describing these two political leaders as friends with, and I thought I knew, I thought I knew what came after that. Benefits. No, friends with differences. Is that frenemies? I think that's frenemies. Anyway, so they are describing Joe Biden and uh, Macron uh, as friends with differences. Yeah, in that situation, I guess Joe and uh, Macron, friends with benefits, maybe doesn't apply. (laughs) It does not. But uh, they thought uh, the conversation was going to be around China and Russia and Ukraine. And instead, Macron's criticizing Biden's climate policy. By the way, more problems as it relates to Macron from the White House yesterday. We're going to do that coming up five minutes from now. Mike wants to weigh in on this latest court ruling as it relates to student uh, student loan relief. Mike's going to share his thoughts on that five minutes from now. How many packages a year coming out of that new Amazon facility in Ashland? We're doing that. Too. This is the show people are talking about. Wake Up Mid-Missouri on 93.9 The Eagle. extremely busy. Uh, we have been spent the last couple months preparing for this time. We've been actively hiring within our community. That's Aaron Pondrum uh, with the Amazon facility in Ashland chatting with KRCG. This is stunning. Uh, so it's kind of hidden. It's not, if you know where the our regional airport is, uh, it's in that area as you're heading out to the airport. Massive facility, I think 47,000 square feet, something like that. I was stunned. To learn about the number of packages that are coming out of this facility here in mid-Missouri. Based on the number of packages showing up on my porch, (laughs) you probably shouldn't be that stunned. Uh, A million packages in in six months. That's just since June. And that's that's not the one in Republic. That's just the one in Ashland. It's amazing. And I remember I I just mentioned something to Stephanie off air. This issue, this Amazon facility has come up several times at the ready board meetings. And I like to go to those when I can uh, because they're just like a smorgasbord. Board, uh, a smorgasbord, if you will, of uh, information. But they have enough parking spaces, as you know, Stephanie, for 300 delivery vehicles. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. And Brandon, it's in the Cartwright Industrial Park. So it is in for people that don't go there a lot. For anyone who went to former President Trump's rally, that's probably the closest you could park. That's how busy it was. It's right in there. 
and they've really been filling that park. It, it really, it's 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 amazing. I was shocked to hear about that that number of packages that was in that piece. But again, it just highlights, and to to your uh, credit, you, the, you and the rest of the council, um, the economic growth in that area. It's incredible. Well, I won't take any sort of credit for the Amazon facility, but um, no, Ashland is growing like crazy. The Taco Bell is up. I saw some improvements on scooters yesterday, and I've noticed the little Amazon, because they're like the little mini uh, van um, yep. things, and I've noticed a lot. Uh, in town and around uh, Ashland here recently. Remind me to tell you my Taco Bell story. Do I, oh. 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 No, no, it's it's interesting. It's it's Marsh. You remember one of the greatest menu items to come out of Taco Bell in the 70s? It was the Enchirito. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Did, oh. Didn't we have one of our uh, one of our textures tell us, uh, <laughs> yeah. don't bother, it doesn't hold up to the old one? Yeah, so he texts me, <laughs> he says, hey, if you're trying the in because they've brought it back. It's like one of the most popular menu items ever. They took it off. And they've they've brought it back, and so and I don't I'm not a big fan of fast food. That's just me. Mm-hmm. I choose to eat. Differently. I go to the gym a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling judged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to sound that. Just, but so two things: the Enchirito. We'll talk about that, uh, and also uh, a customer service experience that I had that I want to mm-hmm. share with you. Uh, this is Wake Up Mid Missouri. John Morris, Brian Hauser, Stephanie Bell, producer Hannah. I am Brandon Rathard. Uh, SmackDown, and it was unanimous. SmackDown. Joe Biden yesterday, uh, Circuit Court in Texas, Fifth Circuit Court uh, has rejected Biden's latest plea to reinstate student loan forgiveness. Uh, and I'm just stunned at some of the words that come out of the White House about, well, it's, it's just not fair that we can't get this done. That's complete and utter BS. Eight, and, and the emotional roller coaster they have almost 800, more than 800,000 just Missourians. And we do the math. Let's say at the minimum 800,000. Let's say 800,000 times 10,000. Is that mm. 8 billion? I'm bad at math. I, I couldn't tell you. All right. Well, somebody gets out their calculator and figures that one out. Let's chat with Mike here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Mike, welcome into the show. What is on your mind? Good morning. Hey, to the 800,000 Missouri residents that have not paid a single dime in interest for the last two and a half years, um, why aren't you paying your principal down at this perfect time to do that since you're not incurring any interest? That, Amen. That, you know, everywhere across the country, you should have these loans paid off pretty easily if you're not incurring any interest. Secondly... And probably more importantly, they need to revise the entire thing. They could actually go to free college like they do in Europe cheaper. But the caveat that no one knows about the free college in in Europe is that it only applies to about the upper 20% of the GPA of the student population as of like the 8th or ninth grade. As of the 8th or ninth grade, they stop doing traditional class. They say, you know, these people who are the top 20%, you're going to go to college prep like our traditional high school. The rest are going to go to a trade school of some sort. And they start in that right away. But only about top 20%, that's the free college, the top 20% academically of the whole country actually go to free college. So there's that's an incentive like to do So there's an incentive to do well in school with the idea you could potentially have your college Yeah, and paid also, for. if you're getting a 13 on your ACT, you probably shouldn't be going to college anyway. But they don't care over here, so they just say, hey, well, let's go to college, here's a loan, and we'll give you college. Go ahead. You know you're never going to do well in school. You're not going you're to get a C or a D or whatever tops. And but they they'll take your money. They'll surely take your money for it. Yeah. That's, that's part of the other problem. But yeah, free college as long as it's going to the top people who actually can do well in college and, and pay for it when they get out. Mike, thank you for being a part of Wake Up Mid Missouri on ninety three nine The Eagle and one zero four five News Radio nine fifty K W O S. I wonder, 
do, and yeah, you can pay stuff off early and pay the principal down. Would they even accept your money? Here's what I envision, and I don't know. If you go, hey, I know that I don't have to pay this off right now. It'd be interesting. I don't know if there's stats out there anywhere because uh, we're still trying to figure out this math problem. Eight hundred thousand Missourians, ten grand a piece if they're forgiven. How much we're uh, adding to the national debt? How much we're paying for? Um, to <clears throat> would they accept your money? Here's what I envision, and I don't know. But if you say, hey, listen, I'm, I'm adamantly against this, or I just want to start paying down the principal anyway, even though we don't have to, I, I seriously wonder if they would even take your money. I get business 101. You always take the money. I don't know that they would do that. They will take your money. And that's, yeah. I mean, he's right. And that's how I paid my student loans mm-hmm. down. I used the debt snowball from Dave Ramsey. And the interest rate was really high. So if you recall, when I came out, I came out in, of school. Oh, now I'm going to tell my age, but right <laughs> in, in the recession, basically. And my loans were at like six and a half percent well at the time you could get a mortgage or something i mean everything else was at like three so it was important to me to pay it down rather quickly and so we were paying i mean there were months i paid two thousand you know or or more on that loan payment and and mostly principal because if you make the minimum payment and people you know student loans are widely criticized for this if you're making the minimum payment you're paying a lot of interest and so the smart thing is to pay big chunks down fast and so yeah they took all my extra money well they did but right now yes just, right now they would take it you think yeah okay and so if hannah doesn't want the ten thousand, she just goes and pays off her student loans right today and doesn't wait <laughs> up front, you, up just, front. You, you just go to central bank hannah and you say i'd like to make a ten thousand dollar withdrawal and then you take that and you go uh, and, and pay it off. It's that easy. They're going to ask me where I plan on getting the other $9,900 <laughs> for my withdrawal. To, to Stephanie's point, um, and it's it's spot on, um, in my case, the minimum payment was $94 a month. Um, that was a lot of money in 1993 when I didn't make hardly, I didn't have health insurance. Um you know, it's just, and I somehow did it, but there was, no, there was no. Finally, President Clinton signed a bill, but it didn't take effect for a number of years. I think I only was able to do it one year, where I was able to get a little bit of a tax credit. But outside of that, it was one year. Outside of that, there was just there was no, nothing other than, and there were penalties. I remember them saying, "If you don't pay this back, your credit will be ruined." But it took me. Eight years out of the ten to finally get it, but it those first couple of years, all I could afford was the minimum payment because it was so tough. Uh, text by the way, text earlier regarding a traffic issue, uh, trying to get the latest on what's happening there. Traffic slow down Highway 54 in Jeff City immediately after the Madison Street exit car apparently upside down. It's the latest we have from a couple of our listeners, including Eric. We appreciate that. So if you're in that area, you're seeing something, what are you seeing right now? Please let us know. 874-9390. Rick, good morning and welcome into the show. What can we do for you? Good morning. I just I uh, heard the last caller talking about uh, paying the principal down on these student loans. Uh, when all this went into effect back in 2020, my wife and I, we she has a student loan. And we kept making our payments for like a year and a half. And then all of a sudden the government sent us a check saying, here, you didn't have to be making these payments. So we were trying to pay them, but they wouldn't let us. I didn't think they would. All right. Uh, Rick. I don't know if you can do that nowadays or not. Uh, Start paying principal. I I don't know. Well, that's why I just, I, I, I feel adamantly about that. They would not take your, no, you keep this. Joe's got your back. You don't worry about it, man. It's all good. Rick, we appreciate you. We hope that you have a, uh, a great day. 
Meanwhile, White House, so this is the circuit uh, circuit court in Texas says, yeah, we're, we're going to put a stop to this. Now, they have expedited the next potential hearing, so it's not completely done. Meanwhile, yesterday at the White House, Stephanie's been following this visit with the French leader, Macron. He's in D.C., uh, and I get it. You know, whenever you have a, a dignitary from another country, you do a big old fancy dinner. Uh, 200 people showing up for a lobster dinner last night, Maine Lobster. Meanwhile, Joe has been choking. This is for real. This is actually a story we had a couple of days ago about what's happening with uh, uh, Maine Lobster regulations uh, in the Maine coastal uh, area. Well, we got to protect these whales and these these lobster fishermen. Will tell you we are we have been and have always done everything we can to protect the entire sustainability of that ocean network. We need to make a living, but we are also taking uh, um, uh, precautions to protect these whales. So you had a Democrat from Maine come out and say, what the heck are you doing? You heard us and then served this at a dinner. And then I, why are you serving 200 lobsters? I get it. Fancy dinner. You got Americans all, really, they're eating macaroni and cheese chopped up with Oscar Wiener hot dogs in it trying to get by. That's a good meal right there. <laughs> Don't you talk crap on I love hot dogs and mac yes. and cheese. That's what they should be serving at the White House. Here you go, Emmanuel. Some Kraft mac and cheese. And we diced up some uh, some hot dogs in there. Dino but... nuggets on the side. <laughs> and they're serving lobster. Again, it goes back to that, that, that just the arrogance and out of touch and all that stuff. People say it. They're not talking points. That to me, that is proof. You see what they're doing. Uh, uh, Brian's eating mashed potatoes and gravy at the Cracker Barrel every night for dinner. Hannah's eating mac and cheese with hot dogs diced up in it. And Joe is sitting up there eating lobster. That is BS. Cracker Barrel does a good job. They really, they really do. They, <laughs> they, they, they've they've uh, definitely saved me many year, many many times over the years. Got an update on on the. Uh, got Brian, an up- question: <laughs> How many nights a week would you say you eat at Cracker Barrel? Uh, now it's it's a little harder getting up uh, in the morning. It's probably one night a week now. Okay. But, but I used to be there quite quite a bit more. Do you, you know? have any Cracker Barrel merch, like a T-shirt or like a frequent flyer? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I need. I want one a of those. I, I actually want one of those uh, aprons that have the stars on it. <laughs> I can see it. Can I buy if I go to Cracker yeah, Barrel? Yeah. Going to uh, Gap's <laughs> Automotive Repair Shop after sure. the show this morning for inspection. <laughs> I can stop by Cracker Barrel and buy you an apron with stars on it. They probably, they, well, they're for employees. They'd have to make one specially. But, yeah, that oh. would be ideal. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to have one of those down the line, down the line. You, uh, you wouldn't be able to do that. You came in here for something important. Yeah, I'll tell you, good good news, because I know you've asked about this. I just got off the phone with the dispatchers in Jefferson City. Yes, there was an overturned car, 54 in Madison, overturned car. Good news is, number one, there were no injuries in that accident, even though the car overturned, two, that that accident happened has been cleared up. I just spoke to the dispatcher, so all clear in that area. All right, coming up a few minutes from now here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Interesting event last night, downtown Jefferson City. I hope you had an opportunity to see this. Uh, We had law enforcement. We had a mayor. Uh, But here's what's interesting, this polar plunge thing, the varying degrees of wardrobe that we saw. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, The wardrobe we saw as they were doing this polar plunge downtown JC last night. Uh, It's worth checking out. We're going to do that for you five minutes from now. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri, featuring Brandon Rathert. Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathard. It's what happens when you let emotionally unbalanced people play in a room full of microphones. 93.9 The Eagle. 
You don't see people walking through hazmat showers every day on the streets of Jefferson City, and especially in the wintertime. Um, that's what makes Special Olympics Polar Plunge is so unique, is that it's, it's different. It's an opportunity for people to step outside their comfort zone, just like our athletes do every day. Man, I love that. That uh, is Crystal Schuster. She is with the Special Olympics Missouri. Uh, she uh, chatted with KOMU last night. Interesting event. Mayor uh, Carrie Turgeon in Jeff City joined us yesterday doing this polar plunge, but is what they did is they set up kind of like this, if you will, a tunnel of these sprinklers, and people were showing up, and it was cold last night. So Stephanie and I were in downtown Jefferson City, and at this uh, at this event, what struck me was the clothing that people wore to go through this. What did you? What kind of stuck out to you the most, John? Uh, the mayor and her cheerleader outfit was uh, <laughs> entertaining, to say the best. Had some of the Special Olympics athletes who stepped it up and went through twice, not once. Yeah. And wow. Yeah, it was fun when our hazmat team sets up our decontamination shower, and we hook it right to the hydrant, and it was uh, nippy, to say the least. Sheriff Wheeler, man, he went through in his uniform. He didn't... Uh he didn't. He wasn't in a cheerleader outfit, which might have been interesting too. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but who were? And I'm not trying to call anybody out. We love all of our frontline responders. There were some dudes there, and I don't know what they had packed up, but they were like all stocked up, and they put on these giant sweatshirts. I'm thinking like they had a bunch of plastic under that stuff so they wouldn't get wet. Well, that was uh, Fire Chief Matt Schofield and Noah from the <laughs> John will call you out. I Jeff City Fire, and they were doing the Hans and Franz thing. Ah. I like Interesting. It. I love the mayor dressed as a cheerleader, though. I mean, you hope that your mayor is the biggest cheerleader for your uh, for your city. <laughs> no pun intended, um, right? Yeah, I, I just I think you know, and, and she says she gets called that a lot, but you know, isn't that great that you know she has a presence not only in the town but regionally and and at the state capitol, she's been a huge cheerleader for the city, and I think it's really um, you know, and, and you think about, I mean, no one would call Roy Blunt a cheerleader for Missouri, but think about you know. He advocates for Missouri, and, and it's really brought home a lot for our state. And I think in that way, when Carrie goes to these you know statewide events and really advocates for Jeff City, she's really brought a lot of money and other projects and, and success to Jefferson City. And that is important. Listen, any politician, you're going to have fans and you're going to have detractors. But one thing that you cannot take away, and I would say the same, you know, we can look at mayors all around mid-Missouri. There's some really good ones, but cheerleaders for our area, and that I don't think you can take away from Carrie Turgeon. She she does does a lot for um, for Mid-Missouri Special Olympics. If you ever get a chance to get involved, do it. I did it. It's not something I necessarily volunteered for. It was part of a job when I was a ski guide in Idaho. I emceed. Uh, we had uh, like the National uh, Special Winter Olympics. And, oh, cool. Man, you talk about like getting teary-eyed sometimes, even as a 35-year-old dude who thinks he's all, man. Uh, all the athletes just, it's great at Special Olympics. The athletes just, every last one of them goes the extra mile, no matter what their ability level is. Yeah, and they're in that moment, and they're smiling and have a good time. It's really just a beautiful thing to be a uh, to be a part of. And also, while we were in downtown last night, a lot of folks uh, pre-filing, pre-filing legislation. Haven't heard anything extra hot or juicy, but as if we find out anything this morning as it relates to pre-filed legislation, we will also let you know. So, last night uh, after uh, these events that Stephanie and I were taking part in, John was there, and uh, man, even Aaron from uh, from one of our Zimmer radio stations, uh, Cat Country, she uh, she was there. Uh, didn't have time to eat a proper meal, so go went through a fast food restaurant. It was Taco Bell. Went through a fast food restaurant. <laughs> 
The new one in Ashland or not? Uh, no, wasn't that one. Um, but I got the Encherito, and it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It was a huge staple back in the 70s and 80s. But I'll tell you, the young lady at the front window, maybe 19 years old, was incredibly helpful. I did not, before I'd even left the uh, parking lot, instead of getting out of my car to walk in, I called the Taco Bell and said, hey, that lady at the front window, man, top notch. Great. And I thought it was, because we, we are quicker to complain, and I'm guilty of it too, quicker to complain than praise. Same. How about that? Coming up, uh, interesting thing potentially developing in Missouri politics. We're covering that at 710.